welcome to this episode of the Nairn County Podcast, which is brought to you in association with our two digital partners, Zion Energy and Top Car. So Donald, we, we've talked a bit about your, your earliest memories of, of, of County and the, the, the players of your youth. I, I, I want to, to talk to you a bit about perhaps games which the main long in the memory uh, and your, your step into journalism and the perspective of covering County yeah. as a journalist as well yeah. as a fan. Yeah. So tell me a bit about that. Uh, absolutely. It was my um, step into journalism, I think, really was quite... Um, it wasn't planned. I was 16 years of age. I'd done my O grades. Um, I'd done reasonably well. There was an advertisement in the Nernshire Telegraph for a cub reporter. I always regard my, myself as handless when it comes to technical subjects, <laughs> unlike my brothers. Um, so my English was quite good. So I went and was interviewed by Alistair Bain and um, uh, uh, he duly uh, engaged me. Um, had he known the day he gave me the job uh, that um, at the Nairnshire that I'd been up the river poaching a salmon with my father, I don't think I would even have got the job. Uh, what did we say about Queen's Park boys? Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that was part of her, you know. Um, so I was 16 and I, I knew I didn't have to go back to school. And my mentor then uh, at the Nairnshire Telegraph, who stayed on for about a year and a half with me, was Alex Lane, yeah, who that. covered countless matches. Uh, uh, and he was meticulous in his note-taking. And he actually had a note, and I am really, really annoyed... I saw this note of Davy Davy Johnson's uh, goals, uh -huh. in, in what I liked about it was his, it was an Alex own green fine tipped pen, <laughs> and he charted every goal. Yes. Uh -huh. um, and anyway, Alec was my mentor. He was uh, no longer fit to come up to matches. Dave Bain, Stephen's dad. Yes. Um, he another great man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, he. Uh, covered the Sunday Mail and the Sunday Post, okay. and Alex asked me if I would cover the um, uh, the Green Final and the Football Times. Now explain to to our listeners, some of whom may not be of an age, what the Green Final was yeah. to, to people. So the Green the Green Final was an Aberdeen-based sports paper, and it was it was read by everyone. It covered the Scottish League. It covered the um, Highland League it covered local darts and dominoes and the Highland News was similar it didn't cover the national football but um, it, the Highland the, the, sorry the Football Times it was based in in um, uh, Inverness and these were must reads for sports fans at night but um, I, I, I mean for me it was a bit of a busman's holiday I got free admission to the ground <laughs> and I got in for a cup of tea at half time uh, this young flipper snapper um, but I, th I think I soon learned why uh, Davy uh, uh, Stevens' dad didn't want the task of doing the Green Final and um, the uh, Football Times. Uh, because in these days, you didn't have mobile phones. There wasn't a phone on the ground. Is that right? No there was no phone on the ground in these days. So um, we had to improvise. And for me... Um, uh, I had to leave the stand here. We had to send it in takes. We'd get in, in takes, I would mean in four bits over mm -hmm. the whole match. Sure. We'd send the teams before uh, the match, 
20 minutes into the game, half time, 15 minutes into the second half, and then full time and additional scorers. Okay. Four takes. Sure. But the reason I'm saying uh, uh, David wasn't too keen in the green final in the um, uh, uh, football times was because it involved scaling the, the um, corrugated iron fence. And there was a public coin box where Jimmy Lennon's house is just, just over, over, the, over the wall. Yeah. There was a public coin box and um, I was young and fit. Um, on more than one, one occasion, my marriage prospects were nearly dashed in that <laughs> corrugated iron fence. But uh, I, well, I've got three boys, so yeah. obviously... <laughs> the things you do for them, can I, I, I escape. But we, then, in these days, basically, wrote my copy... We phoned, uh, jumped, jumped the fence, phoned it off, uh, reverse charge call to Inverness and Aberdeen, yeah. dash back, and Dave would give me an update on what was happening when I was away. And that's how we covered the game. Sure and um, an, an interesting thing too, um, you know, which I'll come to later in the, uh, the 1976 uh, uh, event, is um, the, photographer, the photographers, you know, used to come to all the matches and they would have to leave early um, they, they, they would try hope they'd get a decent shot early on mm -hmm. if this was the chosen match for the Sunday Mail sure. they would have to leave early because they had to go back to Inverness to develop their film there was no digital cameras no, or no films, computers yeah. or whatnot and they had to wire the pictures down to Glasgow or wherever wow. So it was. A, it was. A, don't think about things like that. Yeah, these no, days. no, it's people so don't. People don't. Yeah. But it was great fun. You know, it was great fun. I loved it. You know. Um, uh, uh, what time did the green final come out at night? Because I always remember we were waiting for that about yeah. eight o'clock. Yaks. 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 And uh, <laughs> and I think I think maybe Willie Downey had them at, at yeah. the top of the street as well. Yeah. I think they usually arrived in there in about. Eight o'clock yes. or something like something like something like that, and the football times would be there too, and <laughs> and 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 uh, they, 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 they were fantastic papers, and it's it was amazing when you think about that it. had gone. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, it provided me with a little extra income as well, you know, and uh, I enjoyed doing it. Uh, so, in, by the t moving on, by the time I was twenty-one, we were all before. By the time I was nineteen. I don't, as well as the Nairn County games, I've been covering St Ninian games. Of course, yes. um, uh, And it was Jock Willicks that uh, got me uh, involved in St Ninian. St Ninian, yes. Um, I think Jock realised that I had, uh, he used to give me tickets to sell, and I think he realised I had a, a talent for making a bit of dosh. <laughs> and... and uh, <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, he asked me if I would join the committee, yes. and I said, "Well, I said I've got my work on the Saturdays with Nairn County and maybe midweek matches, mm -hmm. if you're willing to put up that." And, and, I, and I juggled the two. Yeah. Uh, I was on the committee of St. Denis for twelve years, twelve enjoyable years. I did, um, uh, I did all the grant applications for the changing rooms, which were opened in nineteen eighty three, and I, I also um, drew up the lease with the. Um, uh, Sandy Forbes, Sandy then president Forbes, of course yes. of um, uh, the Farming the Society, and interestingly yeah. enough, interestingly enough, of course, as the history of the club, the, the book shows, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Nairn could have ended up 
playing at the Schofield yes. in, in the in the mid nineteen thirties. But the players, including John Bowie, whose son David, David. is regularly yeah, over there in the thing, yeah. they, 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 they stated to the committee that they love Station Park. And it's, I suppose, it's been our spiritual home. Uh, yeah, I'm thankful they did, to you be know, honest. And, and, and I'm so glad they did. Yeah. I'm so glad they did. Which kind of takes us on to, to tell us some of the memorable games from that period that you that you uh, look back on. What? Uh, yeah, uh, certainly. Uh, I, I think I'll, I'll tell you, first of all, about one, one of the, the games that I, I didn't get to see. <laughs> uh, and I was I was very annoyed. It was the, the great match against Hamilton. Um, Johnson was playing, Chitty Allen, that great side of the early 60s. They shot Hamilton down there. Scottish uh, Cup game, of course. Yeah, yep. Scottish Cup. Yep. Scottish Cup. Uh, Hamilton were well up in the second division, um, and we shot them down there. We got a 2-2 draw. I think it was a 2-2 draw. Mm-hmm. And we took them back here. And um, But it was going to be a midweek game, and there was no lights. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. And uh, so it had to be played in the afternoon. Oh, <laughs> And uh, I asked my mum and dad if I could bunk off school to go to the match. And they said, no, no less is more. Yes, you're, you're, you're going to school. This was in Millbank. I was uh, probably about eight or nine <laughs> years of age. Uh, so I traipsed along to Millbank School. I can't remember who my teacher was. And I, I went into the class and there was hardly a boy in the classroom. <laughs> I was only bloody one. Everybody had gone. <laughs> uh, I, I look back in that and off, often resent that. <laughs> uh, my parents' decision not to allow me to that match. Uh, as we know, as we know, Hamilton squeezed through. I think they were they were two in a lap, and I think David Johnson scored a late goal, and it was a two-one win. But uh, the television cameras were here, you know, because it was the only game that was on that day. Yes, and and we've searched for footage of that. Haven't yeah, we? yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the, the game was filmed, there was lots of commentary, um, but I remember Rod Klein telling me that he honestly, uh, Rod Will Klein, who uh, played for many clubs, he's a brilliant administrator too. And, and a great sports journalist And a great too. sports, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He did the Sunday Post as well. Yeah. And Rod told me, he says, you know, he says, Donald, he says, I think Nairn made a big mistake that day. The pitch was in poor condition because of heavy rain. And he said, uh, he said, by the end of the game, he says, our boys, they, they, they were just knackered. He says, it was one of these games where I think it would have been wiser for us to call it off, you know, get it called off. But it went ahead and the rest is history. So I missed that game. <laughs> but my earliest um, North Cup success was that 3-2 victory over Cali. Yeah. Uh, then I remember... Uh, as I said, I didn't get to many away games. I didn't hardly got to any when I was a kid. My father never had a car and uh, couldn't, couldn't afford a bus. And um, but um, we reached the North, the, the qualifying cup final against Fraserburgh, and we basically killed the game there. I think it was a three-one win, and then they'd come back to Nairn for the second leg. It was a two-leg affair, and that match. My recollection of that is it wasn't a particularly exciting game but we we, we drew 1-1 and of course won the qualifying cup which is no more um, and I remember uh, then marching down the high street with crowds of kids <laughs> we just actually mar- marched down the little high street and we'd our banners yes. and flags and yes, yes. whatnot. and uh, no there's 
Oh, Possibly less traffic, I don't know, but the police never stopped us anyway. <laughs> it was great, great, great fun and very happy memories. Another Scottish Cup tie I, I, I remember with, uh, I, I remember particularly um, standing behind the, the um, at the sawmill end there in the, the bank. Um, I, the year, I'm not exactly sure, but Jock Wallace was in goals for Berwick Rangers. Oh yes, this right? is a famous game. Yes. 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 Now, I'm... The score, I'm not very sure. I have a feeling it was about 3 0 or something like that. And but Nern, Nern were giving as good as he got that game, but Jock Wallace was absolutely inspired. Yes, I heard he had a, a he, tremendous he, he, game. He was that. absolutely incredible that game. I always remember this first time I heard of Jock Wallace, of course, he later became manager of Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. Yes. Uh, so th th that, that, that was another game, and uh, um, um, moving on. After the uh, 69 qualifying cup, uh, of course, things began to unravel a, a wee bit. A bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure exactly when Tom Walls left. Mm -hmm. but I think Colin Young took over. He did, yes. Colin Young took over from Tom Walls as chairman. Uh, and I think Colin was actually responsible eventually, I, I think, for, for building up the walls around the ground. But um, uh, what happened was things went in the slide a bit. Uh, Do you think it was just a natural turnover of the team? And, yeah, I and think, it, like I, I that? Th Some I think the, it was. We'd, the great players we, of the 60s we, we, were moving lost, on. We'd and, lost Johnston. We'd lost, yes. we'd lost a, lot of the, a lot of good players. And Andy was... Andy was coming... I think Andy Keenan even was, you know, maybe finished by then. But another key, another key thing was... And sadly, Eric Geddes took ill. He fell out, yes. Eric took ill. And that, to, to me, had that not happened, I'm quite sure Eric would have been able to build up the team again. Mm -hmm. You know, but sadly, Eric took ill and died. Um, and um, it, I, I think it was uh, maybe directly after Eric's death that Innes came, mm -hmm. Innes MacDonald came. And... That was a stroke of good fortune because um, one of the Nairn County Committee, uh, Martin Robertson, who was a school teacher at Elgin Academy, um, he knew in us well. Yes. And uh, we look back at that great Elgin city side of the uh, 1960s and you oh, just so have to look at the record to realise... Yeah. Uh, uh, what what a fantastic side it was! A Highland uh, League team in the quarterfinals. Yeah, the Scottish they, yeah, they reached the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup. And, uh, they were drawing some of their Scottish Cup ties. They were drawing twelve thousand fans, <laughs> you know. Um, and anyway, Innes McDonald was the mastermind of that side. He was a coach, mm. but Innes told me himself, uh, and I, I'm quite happy to say this, but what he was not happy with was the interference of the committee in the team selection. So he quit Elgin City mm -hmm. after all that success. They wouldn't appoint him as manager. Quite the thing. And after all that success, but Innes told me himself, that's the reason he quit. And it was quite common back in those days, wasn't it, for the committee to be oh, indeed. picking a team indeed and to call was. the manager then indeed to tell was. them to. I mean, uh, I, I, I suppose Eric would have tried to influence mm -hmm. uh, the team selection, but was picked by a committee, Jeez, you know, during his era. So, fortunately, Martin had a word in uh, Innes's ear. He was out of football, and he said, "Innes, do you not fancy getting back?" He says, "We're looking for someone at Nairn," mm -hmm. and 
Innes uh, is had, having had a spell out of the game, his appetite was whetted, and of course he brought with him George Welsh. Oh, lovely man! Uh, lovely man, total gentleman, a PE teacher, I think at Gordonston. Uh -huh. um, uh, very refined gentleman. Yes, he yes. still comes to the games occasionally. Um, Such and a good what a team they were, you know. So we'll come on to the the, the title-winning season and the influence of Innes McDonald in the next part of that. Thanks for joining us on this latest episode of the Nairn County Podcast. It's been brought to you in association with our two digital partners, Zion Energy and Top Car. We'll be back very soon to talk all things Nairn County and we look forward to joining you there.